It's Monday. You know what time it is. Let's get the coffee brewing and the conversation started. It's time for coffee with Chachi. It's that intro for that coffee with Chachi, guys. We're back at it for another one here. Yo, interesting. Just thinking right now as I was filming this, it's February 2021, right? I think I think I come to the conclusion when I don't pay attention to the individual celebrations of each day. Because I think every day we have something, right? That you are alive or that, you know, you took a trip or something. Each day there's something. And the moment we stop reflecting on each day, we realize like, man, it's February already of 2021. Interesting. Well, so coming into the new month, last week we talked about uh, emotions, how they impact big goals. I say two weeks ago, emotions, they impact our big goals, how we go uh, set them, what happens when we actually write them down, right? The emotion of how you feel right now impacts, you know, how you're going to feel about a big goal. And your ability to accomplish it. This coffee is really good today, guys. Hidden gem over here by where I live. Little place called Jenna JL Pastry. For a French French pastry place. French bakery place. Probably some of the better coffee I've drank out of anything. Just really smooth. Real good coffee. Got the old coffee with chachi mug friend of mine said I should start selling coffee with chachi mugs. And I'm like, I don't know. In my head, I don't think people want coffee with chachi mugs. Maybe if I have millions of viewers or something down the road. Um, this past week, I took a trip to the Arches National Park in Utah, Moab, Utah. And so one of the things I've been fine, uh, like, messing around in my head with was in 2020 I felt like I didn't have a lot of experiences like personal experiences and, and go out and do things and I think a lot of us were in that same situation because a lot of us were were here staying at home right and, and all that all that nonsense to stay safe safety first and I come to the realization that one of the things I want in my life going forward is to be able to say, you know, I've experienced things, um, you know, experienced the arches, experienced pyramids, experienced traveling to Europe, experienced, you know, myself. Uh, I had a conversation just the other day about eating lunch and brunch by myself or what things could you do by yourself, like go to the movies by yourself, things of that nature. So, well, in that drive, seven and a half, eight and a half hour drive, uh, I was thinking a little bit about last podcast and uh, emotions and it was going back and forth and just like what what really is the next thing or next focus um, so I was listening to a podcast Tim Ferriss podcast for those uh, that uh, want another good podcast Tim Ferriss is an excellent choice uh, he interviews a lot of people that are uh, big in their fields and tries to get tips and tricks and stuff for them he has a couple of good books out there as well and it was a podcast from October of Naval. First name is Naval. Last name is hard to pronounce with an R. And the beginning of that podcast, he talks about anxiety, which is obviously an emotion. 
and really kind of goes a little bit into that. And what hit me is that I'm kind of in a place right now where I'm working on emotions. Like, all right, uh, which ones are good? Which ones are bad? Are they any of them good? Any of them bad? We just, as humans, we we kind of categorize them as good and bad. Or were they ever supposed to be good and bad? Having the emotion of fear while a lion is around is probably not a bad emotion. It's probably the correct emotion at the time because it probably saves your life. But now in the society we live in, fear it would be categorized as a negative emotion uh, because we really don't have those huge kind of situations where we're going to fight off a saber-toothed tiger. So for us now it's bad. And what happens is when we're in you know, a negative emotion per se is we have different behaviors. We could be the one that, you know, flight, we, we run away. And I come across two things, and I'm uh, currently reading The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, and I'm kind of going through Robert Greene books right now and trying to just continue to build myself. And in his very first law, which I have the book right here, uh, he talks a little bit about never outshining your master and... Within that one, which is it's a pretty good thing, um, I came across a little script and it talked about calm, being calm. And oddly enough, Naval, in the podcast I was uh, listening to, he also talks about calm. And I'm going back and forth on what 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 is calm, right? And what is that? What is there a benefit there? Is it, is it is it emotion? is it a place in between and i'm kind of stuck on the idea that it's a place in between it's in between what we might say is a negative emotion it's in between what we might say is a positive emotion and there's no real story here but millie just me going through the thoughts that i've that i have on what i try to do for myself and i guess the story is you are basically inside my head right now as i back and forth going between things and and i haven't really experienced anything per se in a situation but me just more contemplation like a more of a meditation that i that i kind of seep through when i when i try to break down what can i do next and how can i be a better person uh robert green kind of talks about calm as a superpower an emotional response to a situation is the single greatest barrier to power. So the single greatest barrier to power is some sort of emotional response. So fear or anxiety, which you talk a lot about. You know, Naval talks a lot about anxiety. Uh, anger is the most disruptive of emotional responses for it clouds your vision the most. So anger is the emotion that it will impact you the most because it clouds our visual uh, visual abilities, our sense to understand what was going on around us. But if we're calm, we're not angry. Now we're clear-headed. Naval, in the podcast with Tim Ferriss, talks about uh, anxiety. And he said, imagine how effective you would be if you weren't always, uh, or if you weren't anxious all the time. And I was thinking about anxious all the time. And really, if we think about it, we're often thinking about the future or the, or the past or what just happened or how I responded or what, you know, can I pass that? Can I accomplish that goal? And there's, I think there's anxiety with us all the time. He also proclaims that the removal of anxiety or calmness, he also states, is a superpower. 
and my thought on that was like, well, I guess if, if I was always clicking at 100% of who I am and clear all the time, I guess I would be more super, you know, quote unquote, than I was when I wasn't clicking or clear all the time. Because um, we're often anxious throughout the day, if not the majority of the day. And when you think about the difference in the emotions, maybe even excitement, say we use excitement, we use anxious, and we use fear, you know, one of them is more effective than the other. Excitement for certain areas might be more effective, but then fear in a different situation might be more effective. So there's no, in, there's no negative or positive, but there is a correct one. And when you think about calm, I think calm would then be most effective out of all of them. So the idea then is calm really is a superpower. If we could figure out a way to be calm all the time, wouldn't that make us more useful to ourselves and our goals and our day-to-day -day and what we're trying to do? If we're not anxious, we're not excited, but we're right in the middle, the delicate balance that is right in that middle, very delicate balance, right in the middle. A new word for mine is delicate after seeing the delicate arch and how it stands in Moab, just right on the side of a cliff, just stout. If we can find that delicate balance between overstimulation, understimulation, excitement, fear, anxious, what kind of results could we have as whomever we are, for a writer, a soccer player, a basketball player, a mother, a father, a mentor, if we remain calm like the people we see on TV, they're in the middle of a gunshot and the guy's sweating all over the place. And you know, looking at that guy, sweating bullets and everything in the middle of a gunfight, you're like, oh, that guy's going to die. You already know he's going to lose when the guy on the other side is not breathing heavy, zero sweat, looks focused, looks calm. We know he's going to have a better chance and more effectiveness. So the idea that I'm working on is like, all right, so how then can I find out ways to practice, to learn, to practice and train? Because learning is this step right here, learning that calm is probably the superpower for my emotions to succeed in life. How do I practice then being calm? And that's kind of the next step for me. So what I'm gonna start is what Naval does which is a meditation, sort of say, or just a calmness or a stillness where you're just still in the beginning of the day and you just let all your thoughts or whatever it is cycle through you. And over time, as these thoughts are cycled through in you, they're gone and now you have yourself a reboot, a reset. So that's my challenge to myself is, can I do that for the next 60 days? Just sit in stillness and quiet, let my mind do whatever it wants. There's nothing wrong with it as I cycle through practicing how to always be calm. So that way I can progress through things because the overstimulation, understimulation of emotion seems to bring down the probability of my effectiveness from day to day.
I think another one that I want to practice is practice failing, right? It's very common. I think failure failure is the foundation of of growth that allows us to stand back up and keep going. And we find now that that failure is something that's left out a lot, right? If everybody's getting a blue ribbon, everybody thinks they're always succeeding. And when the cards crumble, there's no way to resort on paths to pick you up. You know, I recall failing a lot when I played soccer as a kid. And it only made me want to get better so that I I can see that my progression. So I do have a fear from time to time still of failure or judgment. So just working on these items as well to figure out what's next for me, I think is the next step as well. So, you know, practice figuring out how to stay calm, practice failing, and then see how that really does impact our day to day. See how that really does move us forward. And let me know. Let me know if you notice a difference, the more calm you are. If you notice that you become a better person or superhuman, as Robert Greene or Naval would say, if you're calmer, are you better? Yeah, I've yet to experience it with the situation of a story I could tell you. So if a story does come along, I'll share that story. And if a story does come along where calmness did take you to the next level, share that story with me. I'd love to hear it because then maybe we can come together one day and talk uh, on this podcast with you and you can tell your story uh, to, to everyone else. So calmness or as another person that I follow, which is uh, Ryan, um, Ryan Holiday would say stillness is the key, which I think he's referencing the same thing. Be calm, be still. Be that delicate balance in between overstimulated, understimulated, and see what kind of superhuman we really are. So that's it for today, guys. Thank you for uh, listening as I go through my own thoughts here of what's what's next for me. So as always, move forward. We're always moving forward, guys. Learn, practice, change. Learn, practice, train. And that's this week's uh, that's this week's coffee with Chachi. So have a good one, everybody. Welcome to February.